You're listening to the Fatherhood Channel podcast, hosted by Bob Jamarco. I'll be discussing fatherhood, co-parenting, and how to make those things work for you and your child. So for this first episode, I wanted to basically cover a few pillars, and I'll expand upon them as, as we go along. But, um, you know, having a kid is just an immense responsibility. Being a father is something that uh, really should be the most important thing in your life. And I don't mean that uh, to sound condescending, but no matter what else you've got going on in your world, being there for your child is literally the single most important thing you can do for them. Um, Presence is everything. You're not gonna get it all right, Uh, you know, our parents didn't get it all right. You know, my dad uh, was awesome man, uh, lost him last year. Uh, and he didn't get everything right by any stretch of the imagination, but he got one thing right. He was always there for us, no matter what. Um, if he didn't have advice, you know, he would just tell us point blank, I don't, I don't know, I can't help you with that. I don't know, you're gonna have to figure it out. Um, and certainly as time went on and I grew my business and all that kind of stuff, there were things happening in my life that he couldn't relate to at all. But more importantly, but the most important thing is when we were kids, my dad was always there. And so many fathers, and I hate to call out men on this, but so many fathers are just not present. And there's really no excuse to not be present. It doesn't matter how you feel about your ex or your child's mother or whatever the labels are. It doesn't matter what your financial situation is. None of those things matter. Being present for your child in any way, shape or form you can is probably the most important thing you could possibly do. So I wanna expand upon that, um, you know, as I go down and I'm looking at my notes and this feels thoroughly unprofessional, but, um, you know, the second thing uh, that I would say is a sort of a pillar of how you do this and at least attempt to do it well is your child comes first. So, you know, not in an overindulgent kind of way um, that comes back to presence. You know, being present has nothing to, you know, buying them a whole bunch of gifts and spending a whole bunch of money on them. It, that's that's not presence. Presence is being there. Presence is playing a game with them. Um, and that ties into the notion that they come first. You're, everything you do, you need to figure out how you fit your kid in. Now, I'm not saying you stop your world and you never move on with your own life and never get any kind of you know, self-reward or don't develop your career or any of those kinds of things. You can do both things as long as you have the mindset of saying everything I'm gonna do needs to take into account how it's gonna affect my child. That's a huge, important thing that needs to be, just become a part of your mindset all the time. Um, So you got your son's mom and or your daughter's mom. And yeah, it's gonna be, it's gonna be tough. Even when it's, even when it's what I would consider my situation is great. My son's mom and I co-parent really, really well. And we see eye to eye on parenting things. You know, we were a couple once and, you know, we did break up and, you know, that that is not all, you know, uh, unicorns and rainbows. You know, there's troubling times and that kind of stuff. The most important thing that I think you can do in that situation and going forward and figure out how you're going to coexist and work together is to be non-judgmental. And I, um, 
I can do a whole other thing on that. But at the end, and I will, <laughs> but at the end of the day, being non-judgmental about what she's doing in her life is the only way for you possibly to ever have a dialogue that works. Now, as you know, when I say non-judgmental, what do I mean by that? Let me be a little bit more specific here before I expand on it in great detail in a, in a later episode. Non-judgmental means basically whatever your ex is doing, you know, this applies to a mom for that matter too, and your child's father. Whatever your ex is doing, whatever the other parent is doing is none of your business unless it somehow impacts your child's life. So, you know, if your child's mom, if you're a dad, if your child's mom's out, you know, smoking crack, be judgmental. <laughs> That's a huge issue. They're endangering your child's life. You're endangering your child's welfare. If your child's mom went out and bought a new Gucci bag, dude, that's none of your business. Even if it bothers you for a multitude of reasons, we'll get down to all that stuff. At the end of the day, it's none of your business. Stay in your lane, be non-judgmental, only worry about things that pertain to your child. Um, don't get lost in anger. This is less about uh, parenting and more about the relationship side of things. And, you know, I'm probably going to drift in and out of all of this stuff. <sighs> when you break up, it's really easy to be angry um, and to, you know, want to weaponize your children, which is a horrible thing to do. Even if you do what uh, my former partners uh uh, what my what my son's mom and I do, uh, and get along really well. Don't think that it never affects my son. My son does still say to us, you know, still say to me sometimes, "Hey, remember when we all lived together?" Now, you know, I'm blessed with an extraordinarily empathetic little kid, and you know, he actually you know thinks in a, a much more broad term on that kind of stuff and has actually asked me dad could you buy a building so we could all live together you and me and mom and her husband and, and grandma and aunts and and all this stuff so he literally wants us all living in one big you know building which is kind of interesting but that's not happening uh but the bottom line is even when you do it great you're gonna give them something that's not great uh, there's going to be some kind of baggage or whatever, however you want to characterize it, that's going to be attached to it. The worse you do at it, the bigger that bag's going to be until you got, you know, a whole bottom of a plane filled with stuff. Don't get lost in anger because, frankly, that's no way to live for yourself. Being angry all the time, being worked up all the time is no way for you to live. And it's absolutely no way for you to parent because if you don't find a comfort spot for yourself with the situation you're in, you're never going to be able to provide a comfortable situation for your child. So anger is a killer. I've been down that road in the past, not in the relationship that related to my child, but I went through a previous breakup prior to that relationship that was very, very bad and entailed, it, entailed a lot of anger constantly. And um, I can tell you from firsthand experience, that's just no way to live. You don't want to live that way. You certainly don't want to put your kid through that. 
Um, the last, the last overview thing I'm going to talk about on this maiden voyage here, and I don't know if it's too long. I don't know anything. I hope y'all um, give me some feedback. And gosh, when you say that and you put it on the internet, you're just asking to be flamed. But I guess I'm asking for it anyway. Um, and a lot of people avoid this and sidestep this. Uh, make it legal. Even if it means you've got to do it all on your own. Um, when you don't have a document, when you don't have a legal binding instrument to dictate what at bare minimum must happen, you're rudderless. Any custody agreement that you reach, any kind of, whether it's part of a divorce settlement or in case of my son's mom, we were never married, so it's literally just a custody issue. You can do whatever you want to do when you agree. So if everything's going great and you all get along and everything's fantastic and you say, hey, I want to take uh, Junior to Belize for three weeks and she says, that's awesome, have a great time. It's cool, not a problem. The reason why you want a custody agreement is because when you don't agree, you'll have something with force, not a random text message where you're scrolling back going, no, 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 you said, and you know what, even if you find a message and even if you can prove that that's what she said or that's what he said, if you're a mom watching this, none of that matters because it's, it's got no teeth, it's not binding. So make it legal, get a custody agreement uh, that works within the laws of your state. Um, and you know, the other part of that, uh, the, the final part of that is financial responsibility. And uh, dudes, you got financial responsibility. Um, you may not like it, but you do. Uh, everybody does. I don't care, you know, I don't care how much money you make. I don't care if you're, um, you know, a tech billionaire that enabled this whole kind of thing to even happen in the first place or, uh, you know, or you're a trash collector or, you know, with no disrespect to anybody. Bottom line is you owe something for the benefit and welfare of your child, whether that's a dollar or whether that's a million dollars is up to the courts to decide. And there's guidelines for that. Another reason why you wanna make this very, very legal. You wanna have a clear conscience. You wanna know you're doing 100% the right thing. Use the calculator. Virtually every state has one. Uh, I know we have one here in Arizona and it will lead you to a pretty fair number. Uh, and then that's your responsibility. If you don't like that number, that's too bad, dude. You, you, you signed up for this. Uh, you know, the alternative, you know, the risk, risk of sunny flip is you could have had a vasectomy, you could have wore a condom. You didn't do any of those things. And, you know, maybe you were in a relationship and decided to have a child and things changed after the fact because that certainly happens plenty. At the end of the day, it's your child, carries responsibility. You need to do those things. And if you do them and do them fairly and establish a fair and equitable working relationship with your co-parent, hopefully they'll recognize that and see that as well. My son's mom has told me on more than one occasion, if I've asked about whatever, if there's been an extra thing at school or, you know, who knows what, uh, you know, I've said, you know, is you, are you okay? Can you handle that? Whatever. Uh, she's told me point blank, no, you know, no, that's what you pay me child support for. So you need to have those things worked out. I 
very, very strongly recommend you do them in a legal fashion because you'll always be protected. And there's a lot of other things that go into a custody agreement, how far away you can live from each other, all different kinds of stuff. Um, and again, it's for when you don't agree. That's the document that's gonna get you through any disagreement that you may have that you can't solve amiably between yourselves. So those are my overview points. Um, gosh, I hope you'll like this. I hope you'll listen again. I hope you'll subscribe. Everybody says this, so you're supposed to subscribe. I'm supposed to ask you to subscribe. I hope you do that. Um, and I appreciate any comments you uh, leave. Uh, I hope you won't just be an out and out troll, but if you've got constructive criticism, I would love to hear it. And uh, I look forward to speaking with you again in the future. Thanks for listening. Subscribe to my YouTube channel at Bob Jumarco Fatherhood. Follow my Instagram at BG Mix. The Fatherhood Channel podcast is produced by AE Media.